Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so I have Jennifer Christner on the, on the line, and she is CEO of Christner Strategies. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right, Jennifer, so uh, quite a topic you have for us today. So how improv techniques can help communication and teamwork in the workplace. I think this is an excellent topic and excited to get into it with you. But to get us kicked off, we'll start this episode the way we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So, Jennifer, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for our entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Jennifer, what mission matters to you? So, I would say, uh, honestly and truly, I love helping people achieve their goals and their dreams, and whether it is the individual uh, in what they're doing, like through coaching or through you know, helping them get to their goals, or really what's really fun is helping teams achieve uh, I truly get a ton of fulfillment out of that. I love seeing eyes sparkle. I love seeing that light bulb go off when people or groups kind of get the concept and see how it will apply to their everyday life. And and I just think um, most importantly, like I've been very fortunate that a lot of my goals and my dreams have come true. And that wasn't by accident. You know, I think there's, mm. there's really a way to kind of go about making that happen for yourself. And so I really love helping other people get there. Oh, that's awesome. Love bringing mission-based uh, entrepreneurs and executives on the line, have them share, you know, why they do what they do, like what motivates them, what gets them out there to make a difference in the marketplace and the world. So awesome having you on. And maybe just to get kicked off, um, first tell us a little bit more about uh, Christmas Strategies. Sure, I'd love to. So I founded my company a couple years ago, and we really do three things, and they're a little different, but they're they're also a little related. So the first kind of um, boring thing I do, but of course I love it, is I actually help medical schools with accreditation, so about processes and policies, and um, I, there's just a part of that that really appeals to me, and I have some expertise in that. But then the other two things that I do are pretty are very related. So first I do executive coaching. So in the course of my kind of um, – uh, real job that I had, if you will, because Christian Strategy started as my side gig. I was mentoring a lot of faculty, a lot of people in academics, and I noticed I, you know, kept kind of saying the same things over and over and guiding them in certain ways. And so I thought, you know, I would, I would love to actually do this on a broader sense and be able to help more people achieve their professional goals. So I, so part of Christian Strategies is involved in coaching. And then the other piece that's really exciting is that I, I will confess, I do love to do public speaking. So I, 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 I will admit I love to be on a stage. And so, and, uh, and there was a bunch of topics that I had delivered over the years. And so the other, and so we basically have curated some of the topics that we have given and that I have given several times to several different audiences that people really connect with and find really helpful. And so that's the third piece of what we do. That's awesome. And so, uh, in terms of the, um, in terms of the, um, the coaching and, you know, the executive coaching and speaking, like, like mm -hmm. typically, um, what are the, what are the types of clients that you typically work with? Because there's a lot, of, and the reason I ask is a lot of executives, a lot of business owners are listening. And, um, at the end of this, I'll give you the opportunity to leave, you know, contact information, things like that. But I want to make sure that the right, um, people follow up with you. So who's typically a good fit to work with you and your team? Yeah. 
Sure. No, that's a great question. So I would say a couple things. So one, definitely uh, people in academic, so in academic medicine particularly, but really in any academic, uh, and then also just professionals. And I think that my particular expertise and skill is if you feel stuck, if you are looking for a new job, or even just to try to get promoted in the field that you're currently in and you're not having a lot of success, that seems to be my secret sauce that I can really help people uh, you know, do the things that they need to do to get promoted, to get the new job that they need, and also just to feel, um, I call it unstuck, because I think a lot of people just wake up and are like, oh, is this, I've got to go to work again today, and I don't know that I'm happy, and I don't know this is what I want, and so we really kind of look at that and, and analyze that, and I think it can help a lot of people get over that feeling of being stuck. Um, so that's really what I focus on for the executive coaching. Fantastic. So uh, switching gears a bit here. Um, so improv techniques, um, helping in communication and teamwork. I mean, first off, like, like tell me how this topic came about. Like, how do you get involved with this? So th- th- this is pretty fun. So when I was much, much younger, I did theater and I loved it, uh, but did not choose to do that as a career for many reasons. And kind of as, you know, you grow up, basically stopped stopped doing it. And it was really one of my passions and one of the things that just was a lot of fun to do. And I was uh, a few couple years ago was hitting kind of a milestone birthday. And that uh, milestone birthday, you know, kind of makes you look at your life and, you know, and is it where you want to be and all that stuff. And interestingly, my daughter uh, was actually getting involved in theater as well. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go take an acting class again. And so I signed up for an acting class at my, at the local community theater. I was, I was terrified. Like my husband had to like push me out the door because I didn't want to go. I was so nervous. And then I got there and it was, it was truly like people, there was people my age, there was people older than me. And it was incredibly fun. It was just so fun and so refreshing. And even, you know, I had a horrible week or it's like, oh, I don't have time to do this. And I just took the time and it was so worth it. Um, and that class finished. And then I thought, okay, well, um, I want to do something else. So I looked around and there was a free uh, improv class at a local uh, theater group called Station Theater. And so I went to the free improv class and it, I just like, I loved it. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was just like, it was so fun. So I signed up and I did, um, they have five courses, you know, that you kind of go through to be able to quote graduate. Uh, and so I did all the courses and, and, and actually just very recently because of COVID, it kind of delayed a few things, but I just very recently actually graduated from improv school. So there you go. <laughs> wow. And so how does this, well, first off, I feel like everybody's supposed to do an improv class. I've been told this <laughs> by many people in business and it's just one of those yeah. things where you're just supposed to do it. And I'm terrified. People are like, oh, Adam, you should do it. I'm like, no, I'm scared. <laughs> So yeah. how does this relate to business? Like, let's yeah. bring this back to the workplace. Like, what have you Indeed. found? Yeah. So it, the skill, so I think what people don't realize is improv is not just people getting up there and just making some stuff up. There are actually some rules and there's some science behind it. And these rules that they have are critical in business. And I was actually very lucky enough, again, I think when the stars aligned and the universe aligned, I was very lucky just by chance to kind of network with somebody who also does improv. And so... Um, and he had done this and kind of learned the same principles. So now we do it together. And, and some of the things that you learn are you have to listen to your scene partner. If all you are doing is standing on that stage thinking about what am I going to say next? What am I going to do next? What could I do that's funny? Your scene will flop in, in two seconds. 
it is it will not work. And I think in the business, I mean, how many of you can uh, relate to being in a meeting and it's that classic thing, rather than listening to what that person is saying, you are automatically, you know, you're setting up your defenses, you know, what are you going to argue against? What are you not going to accept? What are you going to shoot down? You know, um, you're not listening at all to what the person is saying. And so the number one, the key thing in, in improv is to, to listen to your scene partner. And so when you apply that in business and in meetings to just take that step back and just listen to what they have to say, that's really, really critical. Um, I'll say one more thing and then I'll pause, uh, you know, for questions. But that the next thing, and again, that one of the principal things about improv is this concept of yes and. So that when your scene partner says something, no matter what it is, right, if it's improbable, um, we're on a plan, an alien planet, we are going to um, have milkshakes made out of mud, you know, whatever it is, is that you don't shut it down. Because if your scene partner says something and then you're like, no, what's, there's nothing funny about that, then there is, there's literally nowhere for the scene to go. You are stuck. And again, your scene bombs in two seconds. And if you think about relating that again to your relationships with um, business partners, whether it's your colleagues in your own company or people that you are trying to make relationships with, it, it's all about relationships. And so when somebody says something, even if your first instinct might be to just say no and to shut it down, if you can open your mind to something like, well, yes, and I might be able to see how this could work or, and let's explore this avenue of what you said or, you know, something like that. Then you're keeping the door open for conversation and that's how you're going to move the relationship forward. And it's just key in both the stage and in your business. Hmm. Well said. What kind of, um, what kind of feedback have you heard from this? Like, and just in general, like, as you kind of present and bring these ideas yeah. to the workplace and otherwise, like, what, what, what has been the response? Yeah. So, so, um, so when Ryan and I first did this, um, I think when you first walk into a room, right, when you go, if, you know, when you go to a conference or something and, and the first thing people say is, let's role play, everybody kind of cringes, they take the first opportunity to go to the bathroom and never come back, right, because nobody really, we, we are all, we all just kind of want to be fed information and, and the idea of having to work for the information or do something that puts you out of your comfort zone for sure is not something a lot of people look forward to. So a lot of times when we start, people are a little um, reluctant. They are, they're scared. You know, they, they don't want to be put out of their comfort zone. They don't want to, you know, be made a fool of or something like that. So there is some apprehension. And I think that what we have found, though, is that so we start, you know, we, we start actually with some teaching. So we go over, you know, I gave two principles, but there's like a whole list of principles. We kind of go over some of those principles. And then we start with some very, very calm, very, um, very tame sort of improv mm. techniques that get people standing up and kind of interacting and they start laughing, right? And they start having mm -hmm. fun, you know, and they're moving around the room and very slowly, you know, we'll build other exercises in. And <laughs> I, I promise you that even I, and I, I have the picture of image of this one older gentleman in my mind, fixed in my head, who just kind of sat there for a pretty long time but by the end, he was totally into it. He was laughing, uh, and he said it, it, it was a great it was a great experience, even though he was incredibly reluctant. So I think the bottom line is people are real often reluctant at first, but um, we win them over. <laughs> so and they really enjoy it. yeah. 
Oh, no, that's great. And I get it, too. And it sounds like it's also just it's kind of fun, right? Yeah. Yes, it's really it's really fun. And actually, I think one of the key pieces is people really do start having fun and they're doing some things that you might think mm-hmm. are silly. And then we we close or we at least you know stop at one point and then talk about how everything we did applies to the business world. And that's where you actually see some of those light bulbs, because at first they're just like, well, how can, you know, running in a circle like this or we know whatever we're doing, like have anything to do with going back to our meetings. And so we definitely take some time to debrief about that. And by the end, people are like, oh, geez, can you give me these exercises? Because I want to actually do this in my small group, you know, that I run. Um, but it, it is really essential to do that debrief so they understand how it applies. Yeah. Hmm. No, that, that's awesome. Um, well, Jennifer, I just have to say, really, it has been great having you on the show today. If somebody is listening to this and they want to learn more about your company or to connect with you and your team, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? Sure. So we have, we have a couple of different ways. So they can just find Christner Strategy. So it's Christner-Strat.com for our website, which where they can look at the different um, talks that we give. Or I'm also Christner Strategies on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. So you can find us any of those spots. Fantastic. And we'll put that in the show notes as well so that our audience can just go click on it in the show notes and just head right on over. Um, so in speaking to the audience, um, if this is your first time with Mission Matters, um, we bring, we're bring we all about bringing on um, and entrepreneurs and executives and experts who have something to share with the world, who have a mission that we can help amplify and get out there. Um, and, and out there to the world. And if that's the kind of content that you're interested in, we have many more um, mission-based individuals coming on. And we don't want you to miss a thing. So hit that subscribe button. We definitely want you to be a return visitor here. And uh, really, Jennifer, it has been a pleasure. And uh, I got a lot out of this, and I'm hoping the audience did too. And uh, wishing you much more continued success. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it.